Welcome to the NPC's weekly topic for February 22nd, 2020. My name is Travis, and I'm joined by Kyle. Hello. Dan. Hey. And Preston. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded real good. I'm glad you picked now to do that. That was his uh, ASMR moment. Yeah. yeah. And so was him drinking it, too, throughout the rest of it. Sponsored by Sam's Cola. <laughs> <laughs> When you don't have enough money for real stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was like four bucks for a 24-pack. I'm like, fuck, I can't turn that down. <laughs> so I've been using it for everything. I put it in my cereal. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even give the dogs water. You just dump Sam's cola into their bowl. Hayes drinks soda. Like, he I does. Have, yeah. If I leave the room... And I left a can of soda on the table. He's already drinking it by the time I come back. I, I've got to know, like, because it's a can of soda, how is he drinking the soda? He grabs it by the tab right here, picks it up, and knocks it over and just drinks it. Got it. Okay. I had other ideas going through my head that were way more ridiculous than that. Oh. So, like, yeah. like you put a crazy straw in the, in the can <laughs> and is just sipping it. I figured he grabbed it like just from the top down and then he was just like tur- tilting his head back to drink it and then just spitting out the can. Or in Hayes' case, from what I know, is he's probably eating the can. He does eat the can. Yeah, see? So I have to take it away from I feel like I'm not gums. that far off from like my wildest expectations of how he does this. Whatever the stupidest thing that dog could do, that is what Hayes does. That's all you have to think about. What are we talking about? Soda. Yes. But that is not our topic. Our uh, topic one, for this Pepsi. week. What? Pepsi, number one. Huh? Sam's Cola, a close 50th. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. This week's topic <laughs> is top saddest deaths in video game history. We should like phrase that differently. <laughs> it sounds like we're happy they died. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. No, Sherm. It was just you. Just you. <laughs> I wasn't happy on any of these. No, this, was this, actually a, this is actually a pretty sad list. It is a sad list. Let's see. Uh, I think Dan read last week. I think I read the re- the week prior. I think it's I think it's Kyle's turn. I think it's Kyle's turn, too. Kyle's all right. Turn. All right. Oh, Yay. He sacks like we're... So to start the list, we've got... Oh, fuck. Let me turn his mic back on. All right. Now you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Is this mic been off? No. Huh? Okay. Cool. Shoot. You didn't even check, though. <laughs> it needs to be re-recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Man. 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 I guess we got a week without an episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, so from top, we've got Boss... From Metal Gear Solid 3, Max's Family from Max Payne, Dom from Gears 3, Aunt May from Spider-Man, John Marston from Red Dead Redemption, Lee from Walking Dead, Marshmallow Man and Mama Owl from Ori and the Blind Forest, Um, Joker from Batman Arkham City, Songbird from Bioshock Infinite, Jenny from The Darkness, uh... Bayek's son from Assassin's Creed Origins. The killer's brother from Heavy Rain. I don't remember his name. <laughs> Good job on that one. You from Journey. <laughs> Great Wolf Sif from Dark Souls. Aloy's grandmother from Horizon Zero Dawn. Aloy. What would I say? Aloy. It's, it's, it's Aloy. It's, it's Aloy. Aloy. I thought it was Aloy. No, Aloy. it's Aloy. Have I been saying it wrong this entire fucking time? Yeah, you totally have. <laughs> How much does that come up in conversation? 
my uh, my wife's cousin's daughter's name is well, that could, Aloy. Well, off that of, could be. But I thought it was yeah. No, he named it specifically after the character from Horizon Zero Dawn. And he you calls can, her Aloy. I thought that's what it was. Do you talk to this guy often? Or listen to him? Not <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Carry on. Hello, Aloy. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Just pretend you don't He's know. just like, that son of a bitch couldn't get her name right. I said it like 20 <laughs> times. And it just couldn't, it couldn't happen. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Carry the fuck on, please. Chloe from Life is Strange. Mm. Big Brother from Brothers. The Son from Rhyme. Mm. Aerith from Final Fantasy VII. Sarah from The Last of Us. Uh, Sayori from Doki Doki Literature Club, Arthur Morgan from Red Dead 2, Roderick from A Plague's Tale, uh, Fire Emblem characters from Fire <laughs> Emblem. That's pretty generic, but okay. Oh, it gets um, worse. <laughs> <laughs> your soldiers, XCOM 2, and your soldiers from Darkest Dungeon. We went outside the box on this one. <laughs> I guess we did. Artorias from Dark Souls, Ethan from Heavy Rain, Naomi from Metal Gear Solid 4, Big Boss from Metal Gear Solid 4, Ghost from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. All right, that should have said 2. I don't know why. Um, it's your list. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I must have fat-fingered that. And so Morden Solus from Mass Effect 3. What's up? Isn't Soap who dies in 3? Soap is who dies in three. Yeah, yeah I, I think I found I mean, even though it. my only contribution to this entire thing was Morden, I actually just thought it's um, uh, Dr. Vance should have been on here from Half Life. You know, I thought about that, that too. That too I know. did think, about, think yeah. about that, but I don't know. Okay, we got I'm a list. I'm surprised you guys didn't put that on there. Yeah. I uh, think there was a portion of me that said if I put that on there. I'm just gonna get help from Preston for Jesus like Christ. 35 it's, minutes. That's why. That's why I I leave off of any list from now on a certain game that will not be named here because I brought it up way too many times. Halo. Yeah, sure, Halo. Anyway, so what do we want to start a limit? Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Put, I got Mario ask. Paint in all of our fucking lists. Oh, <laughs> it, the the test the for Mario Paint. You know, the flash one, Mario Paint. <laughs> all right. Fire Emblem well, characters. I would, wait, I would have listened to like. Were you thinking like Noble Six from Halo? No, Beach? no, I was actually no, I was thinking Mario Paint because it came up. So it's just a game that should just never show up on a list. I told you guys I'd give that game oh. a break no matter what. I'm surprised Whatever. you didn't put Noble Six on here. I, I almost put it on here, but I, to be perfectly yeah. honest, my mind was going so many different places as this list was starting to come together, and it, even with what I see that you guys have on here, that oh, I took I over. Think these are don't you, worry, you always yeah. <laughs> You are the soul. You are the soul. I will populate yeah. your list. Don't worry. Yeah. With a bunch of shit. Okay. Okay. Fire Emblem characters. <laughs> characters. Okay. Every other one on this list has been a single person, and now it, it's bunch. Of, especially like those fucking three Fire Emblem characters. Your soldiers <laughs> from XCOM and your soldiers from Darkest Dungeon. I will say in defense. <laughs> It is very, very sad when your sniper you've been grooming... Toward where we're on XCOM right now. Yeah, on XCOM. The whole time <clears throat> is killed. It is very sad when your favorite character in Fire Emblem that you've been using the whole time 
is killed and they're gone. You liked them. It's very sad. <laughs> Darkest Dungeon, I was never sad though. Yeah, we get rid of Darkest Dungeon out of those three. Yeah. You, we'll let you have one of those. <laughs> it is really sad. Especially though, like, this newest Fire Emblem because because it's now fully voiced because everyone has this rich, you're deep feeling backstory. more connection to. So the first time I did my first playthrough, I did <clears throat> I did the Golden Deers. After the halfway point, you have to actually start fighting people who you don't recruit. You can kind of tell, right? Right. The first time I saw Bernadetta, I was like, I have to kill Bernadetta. I was thinking that when she was on my team. Just because I want to kill Bernadette. <laughs> I fucking hate her. But so, okay. So She's you're so like, annoying. And then bro. you're like, okay, maybe I don't have to actually do anything. So you go and you encounter them and then they actually die. And then they have like, they've got a little quote as they're dying where they're like, I wasn't, this wasn't supposed to happen. Like I wasn't supposed to die here. Like depending on which character you're fighting. And it, it sits on their character dead for like 30 seconds. You just have to sit there and watch their lifeless body. And you're like, oh, that's more sad than next. You're, you're like, I taught this person two years ago. They were my student, and now I have just stuck them with the sword. And you're like, oh, this character is dead now, and they're they're dead, dead. You know, fair enough. I just, in the grand scheme of things, I'm surprised that it's not. Well, I guess I, I want to hold on it's to not that a single one character. Okay, that's fine. If if we get down. I kind of the yeah. fact that it, it can be any character that makes it almost better because it's not just a character that you like because you 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 grow attached to certain characters. Yeah, Dan likes Bernadetta. I don't. But if that was Elgar, I love uh, Elgar. If she uh, if she's the one that dies like that, that's gonna make me sad. Yeah, like yeah. Mm. I think we should own that one, but I think you can get rid of Darkest Dungeon and probably XCOM. <laughs> probably XCOM because they don't actually have personality. There isn't, but damn, it's just so sad. When I lost it's, my sniper. It's more like gameplay breaking too for like XCOM, where it's like you lose enough people and you cannot continue. Oh, it's so sad. And it's just like, oh man, but that's, that's also rage-inducing too because you're like, I have to start the whole campaign over. <laughs> oh, I don't start it over. You don't just do a new one. You just well, like get if a new- like, well, like if. You lose a bunch of people at once, and you don't have... Oh, you, and you, you don't... Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we can get rid of XCOM as well. You want me to do it? Sure, you want to do that. I got it. Who wants control it. of the list? Right. Well, okay, I've got control of it for deleting stuff here, but I'll probably ask one of you guys to do the numbering when we get down to it. You're welcome. Uh, hmm. Kyle, pick one. A lot of these deaths. Why, why the brutal. Dark Souls? That one actually kind of confused me, too. Why... Why that one on here? Like, why was that one a sad So, actually, guy? we might even be able to combine those two because they're... They are tied together. They, yeah, they're... Are they, like, bosses, or...? They are. They are, yes. They are, yeah. Because so I'll admit, I didn't get to watch all the videos down the list for great, each of the characters. Great so. Wolf no, Sif is the one that had, that picks... That's a wolf that picks up the sword and with its mouth and slices at you. So, the whole... Okay, so, tell, tell the story. So, of the whole story... So, Artorius is... There are... Well, we gotta go to Gwyn first. Gwyn is the Lord of the Sunlight, right? He's like main main guy of Dark Souls One, and he has four knights. And Artorius is one of those knights. And Artorius is tasked with 
preventing the spread of darkness, the abyss. He so he's he's off in a completely different land because this is DLC when you see Artorius. So he goes off afar and he encounters the abyss. He tries his best to keep it at bay, but ultimately he fails. And it consumes him. He becomes part of the abyss. And when you fight him, he's a corrupted version of himself because he failed in his mission. The thing he, with, he, with him he is, and he is very much a symbol of honor and courage in that game. Yeah. The thing about him and, and, and Sif in particular, too, is in the DLC you learn that because when you fight Artorius, his left arm is broken. He can't use it. He fights you with one arm and he still almost beats the shit out of you. No. You He's find that you learn that he breaks his left arm with his great shield by protecting his his wolf Sif. It's basically just his pet. It's like his dying action. Yeah, is to save his. Wolf the, Sif. the the abyss is gonna consume his dog, and he uses his great shield to protect it. It becomes too much. He breaks his arm, but he does protect his dog. So essentially, when you fight his dog, his dog is watching over his grave. Oh. And you need an item from his grave to go into the abyss because Artorius is the abyss walker. He has a ring that allows him to traverse the abyss. So you need that item and his wolf is protecting his grave. And so you have to end up killing his wolf who's just literally protecting his master's yeah, grave. That's all it is. Aww. It's so fucking sad. Yeah, because I didn't make it far enough down the list that I went and watched the, the Sith battle just to see if there's some weird cutscene that went with it. And it's like, there's a boss that just went down. Okay. It's the story so, of those so two. Okay, two other on. things to add to. Sif is the only boss in the first Dark Souls where when he's at like 15 to 20% health, you actually see him like limping around the battlefield. All other bosses yeah, get stronger. Yeah, he did show some hesitation on some Does that technically mean that the wolf is like the only good guy? Kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's, he doesn't deserve He did nothing wrong. He's not a bad guy in any way. He's just, just got the shit into the stick. Yeah, he's just you're, in reality, you're literally just a grave robber, damage. essentially. Wow. I hate the fight because I hate doing it. I don't want to hurt him. He did nothing wrong. And the other cool oh. thing is, so when you go in there the first time, he'll 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 come up over the gravestone and he'll howl and he'll pick up a sword and he'll leap over you and he turns around and he swings the sword and then the fight happens. There's a way where you can because that fight is little after halfway through the game you can access the dlc before that if you there's yeah you can do that and when you do that and you encounter because it ha- it's kind of a weird time distortion thing where it kind of happens in the past so when you see sif in the dlc he's a little puppy mm-hmm. when you get the you can get the shield that he's protecting artorius's great shield and he leaves the the dlc area if you do that first, he actually recognizes you when you go to fight him in the main game. He really? actually will leap over the gravestone and look at you. He'll jump down and he'll knock you down and he'll like sniff at you. Like, hey, I remember you from when I was a puppy. And then he grabs the sword, but he doesn't he doesn't hold it like like ready for battle. But he actually kind of like begrudgingly picks it up like, well, I guess you're going to make me do this. So he huh. fights you. It's a sad fucking. He fights you. Man. He fights cool. you unwillingly. It's a really. That's cool. kind of really awesome that they worked it in like that. Yeah, though. yeah. So maybe they should be just one because they're. It's a combination thing. Is that yeah? We, really, we can, we can put them. Yeah, but 
that's it's insane. It's I hard think for it's me definitely to cut them sadder off the list. than the dog is definitely sadder than the guy. Sorry, it is. It is like if you had to cut one, it would be Artorius. I but they almost do go together. Yeah. No, I think after that explanation, I think they should be and one to, entry. The other thing that makes it so impactful is that this is a Dark Souls game. There's no direct storytelling no, of any yeah. kind. So the fact that they can still put this much. That could be a knock against it, though, because I don't know if you can get that from the game. You can, but it's, it's you it's, have to go look for it. It's much harder to decipher. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that is a knock against it, though. But, I mean, it is there. Like, ah, fuck. I don't know. Hold on to that one for now. I okay. think you should, yeah. I think we should combine them and put them into one, but hold on to it for now. I'll okay. combine them. I know it seems like it should just be one, because... Uh, at first glance, you're just fighting a wolf. That's all it looks like. But once you know who if you're he, fighting, yeah, I feel if you don't so know any better, bad yes. fighting that fucking wolf. Okay. Well. That's a fucking tough one to get rid of. Yeah, the problem is that this list, like, top saddest deaths. I mean, everything here on this list is, like, pretty sad anyway here. That's why it's tough to kind of go through and well, eliminate what we, can, we got. Like... Like okay, so I didn't. I never played the Max Payne stuff, so I watched that one, mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, it, I mean, it's sad, but you don't, you don't I, see it. I also almost kind of laughed at the voice acting afterwards because he was like, "No, no. And it, I was, yeah, and, felt like watching I, the Darth Vader." Yeah, so I actually kind of chuckled yeah. a little bit, and I was like, "That kind of took me out of the moment." Okay. Is that his whole driving thing in the game series, though? Is that because of the death of his wife and? Child I guess it kind of what sends him over the edge. Okay. In the first, I think kind it's of, the first two, because that doesn't really come into play in the third one at all. Okay. But in the first two, yeah, that, I mean that's what happened. Some guy broke into his house and killed his uh, wife and kid. Okay. Like that one's one where it's like, yeah, it's sad, but I guess the you, yeah. the way you say it, like the way they handled it, is not hmm. terrible. It wasn't sad. very impactful. Yeah. I don't think Joker is very sad. Sad for Batman. It's Batman so fucking sad. You're probably right. Like to us, no. Yeah. I, I was half sad though. Like I really was. I'm like, oh man. Like you almost feel for Batman. I wonder. You do because it's, it's, it's like his he, best friend in a lot of ways. It's Joker's it's, the only one who understands Batman. I wonder if it was more felt necessarily by the community though as a fact of maybe not like being a sad death that it's like oh Joker's past. It's more like it's sad because. It has been a Batman Joker thing for, you know, the games itself is like, what's the next thing going to be? And now it's like Batman kind of being driven crazy by, you know, what was Joker? Because that's what I'm right. I'm right in that one, right? That that's what happened on in later games that like Batman was having visions of. That's what happens in Arkham Knight. Yeah. 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 Joker's still in it technically. Mm -hmm. It kind of ruins it, actually. Um, But in Arkham, I mean, you can even see it makes Batman like it, it shook him. Right. To have to do it. Like, even in the death scene when he does it, when he's like, I would have saved you. Like, what are you doing? And Joker's like, ah, I'm the Joker. Like, it would have been funny if you had saved me. Like, it's just what the Joker is. And when he brings him out and puts him on the car, and everyone's like, what happened? And he can't say anything. He's just shook to his core of like, god damn. Like, maybe not sad, but shocking in... Shocking for sure. Yeah, like, it it shakes you. Yeah, I would say shocking, but not, not sad. 
I didn't like. I I wasn't on the version. I was like, yeah, I was always shocking. You're right. We can kick off Joker. Okay. Fuck, that's a tough one though. Like, mm-hmm. damn. I didn't think that one was gonna go so early. I don't either. Like, but we gotta cut shit. <laughs> Shall we pit the two Red Dead guys against each other real quick? We should probably do that again, and then also the Metal Gear Solid guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Red Dead guys, what do we got? You have Arthur versus John. Whose do you think was more impactful? I think John's is. Oh, John's by far. I think I, I don't. I don't know by far. That's a bit. I think that's a stretch. But I think yeah. John's is the more. Like, why is what, so? Would you, so would you pick Arthur. Yes. Okay. So, so for me, and this again, this kind of you guys are just said impactful. I think John's death is more impactful. I think he, the way he went out, I think it was it left a bigger impression on me. But like as far as making me sad, I think Arthur's is because and maybe this is just because the storytelling has been so much better since the first one came out. But like I think Arthur and I remember in particular the train scene um, when he runs into the nun again. Yeah. And he's like, when he actually finally admits what he's what he's feeling after uh, his uh, his TB mm-hmm. diagnosis and everything, and he was like, "I'm scared," you know. Like this is the first time that he actually opened up, and I, and I think it added that layer to him that we never, you know, it was there, but you never saw it before. And then I think dying to save John, but not only John, but his family, and and knowing that there was. Redemption, <laughs> you know, I, I think his death makes it makes it sadder. I think his this character allowed for that better, and I think John his death was just way it was it was definitely more shocking because like he just kind of got betrayed, you know. But that's that's my reasoning for Arthur. I would actually okay. So for their deaths, I might agree with you. Like, but that could be just a thing of the visuals, and plus they killed Arthur's horse, and that just uh, yeah. You know, I don't like when animals die, and when he had when his horse gets shot, and he's like, "You did good, girl." And he yeah, yeah. He I actually, like, had, I was like, "Oh fuck!" He off, actually, dude. he actually thanks the yeah, horse and I was for. Like, oh god damn, dude! That that the scene, the scene itself is definitely yeah, and it just looks better as for the crap. But the theme of John's dying. The theme of like there is no redemption for him. There is no running from this. It's a sad thought that no matter what he can do, no matter what he does, no matter how good he is now, it doesn't matter. The past his, catches up with you. He has a predetermined dogma, and that that's a sad fucking thought. You, you, what do you think? That that. Dan made a really good argument. And then, oh man, that that that's a they, pretty decent counter. They both, I, I, they both, I, I they're know. both extremely sad. That we, and it's weird they yeah, both exactly. have redemption in their own way. Like John's is there is no redemption. There is nothing you can do. And then, um, Arthur, his is the thought of you. You can do one last sacrifice. You can't. You can. There is a redemption story for him in it, a way. It was really weird because I think the only thing for me that stuck out with Arthur in particular was there was this – after all this shit you do in the game and, and kind of just the whole outlaw aspect to 
him and the whole gang. I I got this the sense of nobility in his death that I did that I didn't get with John. I don't get a sense of nobility in John's either, but that that's again that's that's what pushes me more toward okay. Arthur. But but literally like on a it that's a hard one to choose between too. Yeah. What do you think, Sherm? I didn't point I out. I think you may have moved my opinion on it. You think we should go with Arthur? Yeah. It's fucking sad. Like I, and you gave me the horse too. Like, <laughs> like that pushes me. See, and I think I may have looked at it a little jaded because you you know you didn't expect John to die, but you knew that Arthur was going to die. Because it's a prequel game. Obviously, yeah. But, yeah, man, you look back at it, and yeah. Maybe even it's like a little bit with the TV, too, because you kind of see this deterioration, and you know there's a time limit on this. And I think that adds to the tragedy of the last act of the game. But that that just kind of goes against, that's why you get the shock of John's, because you don't get that feeling. Right. Because it comes out of nowhere. They do handle the idea of him accepting death. But John doesn't get that chance. I don't know. I, I'm not going to fight you hard on that I, one. I mean, like if, yeah. if we, we want to go with Arthur, that's fine. Yeah, I think, I think okay. we should go with Arthur. Damn, I wouldn't think we would have lost John Marston. <laughs> but Arthur's is really good. Yeah, go ahead and lose John Marston. That's fine. I'm not gonna, that's a good argument. And they killed the horse. His, John is definitely more like... That's the cherry on the Sunday for me. I don't... Kill my horse. If we're doing like last stands, John fucking wins. <laughs> like if we were going shocking deaths, I would only think it, it, it's hands down, John. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry because yeah, the I'm minute sorry, you Kyle. open those barn doors, you're like, oh shit. Oh, it's such a good moment too. It's like, oh fuck, and you know you don't have enough bullets. Yeah, because you tag so many guys, yeah, and you're like, oh hell. <laughs> yeah, it's like here we'll give you as much dead eye as you want. We don't give a fuck. There's too many people on your screen. It's like fuck. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so let's go after the Metal Gears. Metal Gears. Yeah, because there's three of them on here: Boss, Naomi, Big Boss, and Naomi, Big and Boss. Yeah. Boss. Personally, I think it's just Big Boss. I think it's Boss. You think Boss is sadder than Big Boss for Metal Gear Three when he has to kill his mentor? Yeah, I would say that one definitely, I think, has more impact than the other two does. And then to find out after he's other already killed her that it was all a plan. He, she had set it up. Yeah, she knew him. it was going to happen. She yeah, was, yeah, yeah, she knew that was how it was going to go down. She knew that his training was going to excel beyond what she had like, gotten him up to and that she was, that he was going to be the one to end her and he she was ready for it. That's a really cool story at yeah. that point. The fact, yeah, and then of course all of his hesitation there at the end that she's laying on the ground, it's like, here, here's this thing you need. Here is my gun. Kill me. It's one of those ones where, and how she does it too, where she, at first she, he doesn't want to fight her. He's like, don't, he's like, let's just, no, and do, she, let's do this. She eggs like, him on, basically. Yeah, and she, yeah, and yeah. she's like, no, one of us is going to die here. Yeah. But the whole plan all along was that it was going to be her. I like that. That's why I like that one. Why do you think Big Boss should be? See, and. I'll I'll be honest. I didn't watch the video because I, I've seen the video before. You ever played Metal Gear Three? Uh, yeah, I, I've played it, but I also haven't played it all the way through in like since it came out. Oh, okay, that's been a while. And I, like I've seen bits and pieces of the video, so I didn't rewatch the mm. the video. Mm. Um, I guess that makes more sense because I I did actually rewatch the video for when uh, for Naomi and Big Boss, and 
don't know. Like, there's look better was, for, the, for the time. I think, yeah, yeah, Big yeah, Boss was kind of sad, but, I mean, it wasn't... Yeah, that felt like just killing your big bad. That one feels kind of like Joker dying, and not, yeah. but not, but not even in a shocking way. Like it's just you, you took down the big guy. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think because uh, I'm trying to remember. Him on Metal well, Gear there Star was 4. really no taking anyone down. Well, I know he's he's all fucked up at that point. Yeah, Solid Snake, ba- like uh, he he meets up with Solid Snake, um, then like uh, Big Boss like almost collapses. Snake sets him down against that tombstone and lights that c- cigar. Maybe it's because it took so long to get through that cutscene. That's like yeah, it was like a twenty-five minute cutscene. Yeah, you expected that to be the end, and then there he is standing at like the graveyard, and it's like, oh, here comes Big Boss. Yeah. That might slow it down a little bit for me. Yeah, I think the I think the impact of Metal Gear Solid 3's boss. I think that's fair. Is definitely okay. up there. Na- yeah. Naomi was kind of sad. Not really. I mean. There was I, nothing you could do. Yeah, well, really? hers was I all about that one. Yeah, hers was all self-sacrifice. I think right uh, is that like her death is that she was trying to. I think it was against Sniper Wolf, wasn't it? I that she was like there was something with a cabin, and I think it was something with like those nanoparticles or something, and that she had them in her as well though too, and that I think she to be able to make sure that she couldn't be used for anything else with the Patriots. Well, the system ceiling that she of, the was... building, of the building they're in collapses on her. Yeah, too. but I thought she actually... There was something with the nanomachines, though, in her. Yeah, and she that had cancer. Still, yeah, and there was a level... Oh, that's right. She yeah. used she used the nanomachines to reverse what she had already in her system because that was what was keeping her alive. And ultimately, she succumbed to the cancer like that. Oh, and so right, everything you right. see with her... So it's like she went from nothing to, like, stage four, like end-of-her-life type cancer. It was sad for Otacon. <laughs> I think that's like a huge Otacon. criteria of it, though, when we're even more, choosing these, when you see is it though, the because impact even like, yeah. of the cause, person. Because I watched that cutscene today, and like 30 seconds later, she's like, I'm done crying. And like, he was immediately like, okay, and was like, we gotta do the mission. But like... That's what I'm saying. Like, it... it, it it makes it more sad when we can see the impact of the other characters. Like, oh my god, that person's gone now. Right. Snake's so much of a yeah. And Otacon was affected. By it, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, let's keep moving. And Ot- guy, it doesn't. Otacon yeah. had his like. There was an impact on him for, I think, like the next half mission after that. God, but then so after annoying. that, you didn't really get much. There was a lot of like. There was a lot of like. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't know what I want to call it, but you he was definitely very upset, at least for half of that. You don't think Otacon's the most annoying? Oh, yeah, he's pretty annoying. Oh, my God. Otacon's just so fucking annoying. I think we can lose those two and then keep Boss for now. That's fine. All right, Sherm. Drop him. Okay. Oh. Dan, I'm sorry. I don't think Roderick stacks. No, he does not. I was actually just looking at him, and I was like, eh, Okay. It is sad in that game when he goes down, cause, but it's very much just the sacrifice. I'll take the hit. But it almost doesn't even need to be done. That's a big carriage. It, That's a big door. And he's like, hey, guess what? I'm going to stand outside of it and push it. And yeah. Like, eh. it, I don't know. I, that one just doesn't seem to stack as much for me. But you good with that yeah, one? or That's fine, yeah. Okay. Who's Plague Tale? And we lost Joker on here too, right? Yeah. Sure he was Fuck. Okay. Ah, that kills me. Maybe not in top ten. Uh, Kyle, I'm yeah, sorry. Good ones. I spoiled something for you. Spoiled what? Spider-Man. 
Spider-Man. That's why I was laughing oh, so I, hard. Oh, I knew about that. Was, oh, yeah. Okay, good. And that's why I was like, <laughs> I was laughing about it really hard because I was like, oh, okay. shit, he's playing Spider-Man right now. And then part of me remembered after the fact. It's like, I think he already Yeah, no, knew. It's, it's like the What's shit everyone knew like a week after the game was out. Yeah. I didn't know if you knew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we got two heavy rain ones on here. Uh, I think we actually might lose them both. I think, I think for now, I think the killer's brother needs to stay. I think maybe Ethan. I don't goes. remember who the killer's brother even was. His, it was they were the his twin. There's little they were, they they were, were little kids, kids playing around the construction site. And the and kid fell in the drain in the pipe, yeah. sewer pipe, and then drowns and gets his foot his, stuck. His brother isn't. You can't get him. Oh out. shit! Yeah. I, yeah. I, the thing that makes that one I think the more sad than anything is the fact that. He goes off to get his dad, and his dad's like, eh, piss off. Such a piece of shit, too. <laughs> yeah, like, his, dad's, his dad's drunk and is like, oh, hey, it's just less mouths to like feed. Like, just thinking about a kid feeling helpless. Like, I, what am I supposed to do? I can't fucking do it. And you got to right. watch your brother yeah. fucking die. That's I, what I that, think made that the saddest. Trying to remember Ethan's, though. I, he didn't even die in mine, so. Yeah, it was only for the okay ending that he yeah. dies. Um, <laughs> you have to, if when, when you're playing as the chick. Um, Madison. Yeah, Madison. Um you pull up and you turn off your bike, like on one side of the cops. Mm-hmm. And if you miss a prompt to t- like kickstart your bike again, then um, she does not shoot up to the the front door of the warehouse. And Ethan just kind of walks out the front door after he's rescued his son. And stupidly, he like turns around and like reaches inside his coat. Like that doesn't look suspicious at all. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. Actually, it's, it's kind of dumb. It's kind of sad, but it's kind of it's, it's sad. It's sad more on the fault. sense of how long it like how long that game was and how long it took you to get to that point. And but we're missing one. Hmm. We're missing Jason. <laughs> Jason. 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 Where are you? <laughs> Fucking run that kid over all the time. <laughs> Dad, shut the fuck That's up. That's happiest death. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think Ethan's death was probably more sad in the sense of how long it took for him to get back to his son. And, and then, you know, that was his own choice, of course, in that matter. However, I think the killer's brother's I, death I'm was definitely more impactful. I'm with you. Yeah. A lot of it more, though, for me, I think, is where it tugs on my heartstrings is that it's, you know, it's like I got... You got kids. Kids, and so that's what I think hits harder. Like if you, yeah, could you imagine yeah. that? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, it's like, ooh, that's fucking... It's rough. That would tear you up, man. Yep, so I think the other one should go. Uh, yeah, take it out. Yeah, someone else. Oh, is that okay, Kyle? Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Dan, sell me on Sayori. So Dude. we were talking about this a little bit. So it's definitely shocking, right? Okay. Did you see anything on this? I haven't seen this one, no, okay. at all. So... There's there's the shock factor, which obviously isn't really a criteria, but the the personality of Sayori is you, she's your childhood friend. You know, she she grew up with you, and obviously, I think she's kind of kind of developed some kind of kind of crush on the main character, but doesn't really talk about it. But she's this super happy, bubbly personality, right? And the thing about this game is that it amplifies these four chicks. The, the dating sim chicks, it, it it's amplifying their negative traits, and she is suffering from depression, like hardcore. So like she puts on this super exterior to okay. not let anyone see it, right? So knowing that already is kind of like uh, you know it's, it's it's pretty sad. And then the shock factor comes in when you learn why her depression is becoming amplified is because one of the other members is actually self aware and. And is altering the actual game, which is kind of cool. Okay. So to see her 
to see her over the course of a weekend or about a week ish to see her kind of suddenly become super depressed out of nowhere and you're trying to figure out why and she won't ever open up to you and 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 then you have this like love confession and you can either say yes or no i love you or i don't and she kind of has a freak out moment regardless of, of what that is and then the weekend goes by and then you go to go wake her up for the next day of school and you go into her room and she's she's hung herself and the game freaks out on you and it's like i, sh- I, sh- I said the wrong choice it's just you know, that's not a game. It, does it actually game. like alters game files behind the scenes that you can go and right. look okay. at even after. It does this whole that. meta thing. Yeah. And it's like, uh, like it's not, it's not a game. I can't just restart and then it deletes your save and then you have to start over and she's gone. But the, the thing that makes it sad for me is the very end of the game, you kind of forget about her. And at the very end, when you're one-on-one with the last, the last person, she reminds you, in one of the dialogues where she was like, oh, it reminds me of Sayori. guess you haven't heard that name in a while. And she talks about how her fingernails are all bloody. Because while she's hanging herself at the last minute, she realizes what's going on and tries to stop herself. So she's already in the middle of hanging herself and she's trying to claw her way out mm. to not hang herself. And she fails. And so that, for me, is what made it sad is because she at the very last minute realizes what's going on and tries to not kill herself. How is this all presented? Is this like in text the whole way through? Yes. Yeah, it's 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 yes. this isn't like a cutscene or anything. Yeah, like, it's okay. like a I'm trying to remember the game type that this is. Um, is this like a like a traditional adventure game? Uh, like, like a text a book of, over that's, or something. That's what I was about or, to say, it's like a text adventure. It's a text adventure. A text adventure game. But yeah, so there's so there's just just background images. There's not yeah. like moving images okay. or anything. So it's yeah. just it's a 2D. And, so it's and really... then what happens after? You're like, it almost, it corrupts the file. Like a, like a it's not it corrupts the file. It completely removes that character as But you restart somebody. the game? Yeah. Yeah, but the game's all, all messed up. And, and you learn why at the end. But but it, but like, again, for me, it was because she's this, this happy person. And for no reason of her own doing, her... Her depression gets amplified, and it and it obviously causes her to kill herself. Right. But then, at the very last second, the the reason of her for her amplification becomes clear to her, and so she has a change of heart. And the fact that she can't save herself is what makes that sad. I don't know. After watching the video, I thought, like, especially with the uh, like audio and stuff, and like the the visuals that are going on. I thought it was more disturbing than anything else. Yeah, because it, okay. Yeah, because as soon as you walk in, that's, it's just your standard like still frame through the game where she's actually hanging there, and then everything. It doesn't necessarily like glitch out, but it's more like you've got the images kind of like splitting themselves. So it's yeah, it definitely is more like a a surreal out of body experience when you know do for you the f- character itself. Do you feel like you killed her? Yes, kind of. Because how long is it from? She will. Do, she will die though, no matter what. Correct. The, Okay, yeah. but, but how the game long, has well, then, to remind then, you that you you with the first time well, you play, I wouldn't feel like the, I, the first if, time if she's you, going to die no matter what. Then I wouldn't feel like I killed the her. first time you play. You don't know that though. Okay, so you give the the, the two choices: you know, I love you back or not. And she kind of oh, like okay. freaks out and laughs, and then okay. the events happen, and then there's gotcha. even a little text after you're watching her hang there, where you're like, I shouldn't have said this. So like the game makes you question yourself. You're like, oh, I chose wrong. 
Yeah, like was then, it right to you, say yes? Was it right to say no? And then you're like, well, I'll just go back and, and do the other one. But then, then again, the text of the next part is like, this isn't some game you can just restart. And this is the main character thinking to himself, like, right. So, it, but but it's all very like, it's, okay. it's weirdly meta, like how as yeah. it's happening. But again, it's it's super shocking. But the end is what makes it sad for me, is because. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sherm? I watched a lot of Let's Plays on it. Was well, a big like, thing. What, 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 what is it? Where are you landing on this? Did that that make you is sad? That, is it more sad or is it more shocking and disturbing to you? I like, think the shock you know, value more than anything because, yeah, I would say more on the shock side. More on the shock we, side. We can we can get rid of her, but I know it's really sad. Like that is worth really a mention, sad. yeah. But, because the game starts out like you think some of these you know Japanese schools, these Japanese after school clubs, and that how they're set up. That's really what this game first appealed to. And then it just got weirder as the game went. Like I think even through like the rest of the game, there were still like glitchier parts too. Yeah, like after she appeared. kills herself, you go back to school. Like after the the new game plus happens, but there's only three of them now. Like there's paintings in the background, and you don't notice it unless you're really looking. But like there's hand drawn art of Sayori hanging. Ew. So like, yeah. you're constantly That's being. You're, yeah, Imagine, it's really messed yeah. up. It's like the way Dead Space handled like all of that mm, um, imagery okay. of your dead girlfriend, uh, like in Dead Space mm. Two, like as you were seeing yeah. her around all over the place. And that, that's yeah. kind of how it felt. Like if yeah. Dead Space had a new game plus after you saw your dead girlfriend, that was kind of how it came across. The thing that cheapens it for me on that one is kind of that. I mean, you you don't know it when you first do it, but knowing after that there is no choice technically. That kind of cheapens it for me. It depends on the person, I guess, really, is what it comes down to. Because if we hadn't told you anything, you go play that. You yeah, if I played it once, yeah, you're right. But if yeah. I but to later find out that it wouldn't, uh-huh. that would cheapen it for me. I think it it I think it fucks with your head more than anything. The way that's it's probably more done. of the point is probably not to make you sad, but I think like what Dan said is to question. Yeah. Determine it's exactly if this yeah, is the best to make you just question yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. There. It's like regardless of what choice you made, I mean, like after the fact it's like, oh, maybe I should have said no. But it's like like if you chose the yes option instead, like you go and want to say no the next time, you do a full reinstall, you could start over again, you say no, and it doesn't matter what choice you pick, okay. it's always going to happen. I think that's where you probably start to experience what you're talking about, that it's like, okay, it, it ruins some of the value for me because it doesn't fucking matter. This is the linear side of it is that yes or no, she's still going to get fucked. So that's I think that's the probably where it would have hit, but... I think that's what the game was meant to be is one of those single right. playthroughs. Whichever option you choose, you just have to go on thinking, okay, was this going to be the right like like obviously the other choice was probably right. I said wrong. You know, everybody gets a different experience. Yeah, that's that's that additional guilt trip for sure. Yeah, but I think that's more of it itself, is that it's not necessarily the sad part, but I think it's more of the, the shock, shock value that your okay. choice led to it, but you don't know that either choice would have led you down the same path. Maybe we lose it then if it's just more of the shock for you yeah. guys. A good mention, though, for it overall, but yes. Yeah, that's a good, like, hidden mm-hmm. gem one. You wouldn't... Because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't play those games. I hate that. But I remember when that game came out, it seems like it got so popular so quick. I don't even know who it was that was playing it that made it that popular. I mean, it's it's free. It's a free game on Steam. Yeah. You can still download it right now and just play it for free. Um... We should probably lose you in Journey. <laughs> I was going to mention that one next because there's no investment in that character. There's really not. You don't have time to get a character. Yeah. But, I mean, just the way it's presented. The I don't know. It kind of felt like a natural sad. end for the game. It does. In a way. Yeah, you're right. It does. Yeah, that one needs to go. That, it's not even close, really. It's almost kind of like The Sun with Rhyme, though, for me, too. 
That one actually, again, Oof, kind of. I don't know, back, man. The rhyme one's fucking leading sad. back, leading back to the parent thing, like with the killer's brother and heavy rain. That kind of tugs at the heartstrings really hard for me, um, because that, I mean, rhyme is stages of grief. I, I didn't realize that till I was on stage four. Mm. I didn't realize that's what I was doing, mm. and then as soon as I did. Mm-hmm. That's when I started loving the game. And once it once it flips over mm-hmm. and you figure out like what the perspective actually is, that it's like, oh, this is who I am and this is what happened. Like, and I, especially I, the end part, especially those end parts too, when he actually like when the dad sees his son again and then he gets the yeah. he gets like that red bit of his coat again, and then that's actually the last part is acceptance is letting it go and it drifting off. That was that was tying it all together. Well, then, I don't know if it shows it really well in the videos you've seen, but there are collectible items you've been picking up, like stupid like paper windmills and stuff. It's like it's nothing to you until you get to the end, and it was shit that was in the kid's room that he had made for his dad. Ah, hmm. oh, fuck! Like it's not the saddest thing. I agree, but fuck, it was sad. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah, yeah. We can keep it for now. Um, no, we gotta catch it. So, uh, yeah, you can cut it. I've given that game its due. Damn, that was really fucking sad. That was a good, yeah, that was a sad one. Like, because the last, I want to say like hour of that game, maybe 30 minutes. Is it coming to terms and realizing yeah, what that and, is? and it is. And the music is so good for that moment. But, mm-hmm. And I think they do a great job with it without using words. There, no talking to get that point across. That's really well done. Mm-hmm. Damn. Uh, what about Big Brother from Brothers? Dude, you bury your own brother. Mm-hmm. Like, just, that's why I was just shit. asking about it. That's why I was just asking. Well, for me, it was the reason why I, I would get rid of it actually, because it's kind of like the thing with with uh, Max Payne is like he goes off to get that that water for him, and then he dies kind of off screen. And so I was like, oh man, like I kind of wish. He I had, didn't think he was gonna die though. I thought it was gonna be video game cliche of him not dying, like. I don't know. It just didn't seem like he was going to die to me. And then having to bury my own fucking brother. That was just dark more than anything. Oh my God. I think. But it's so. Yeah, it's just But you're holding up. his hand like you've been doing. It's it's a game mechanic. You've been holding your brother's hand through the whole game. And to have to do it the same way, but this time it's to bury him. Oh, that hit me. Ugh, I don't know. I, if you guys think we want to get rid of it, okay. I'm, I'm not no, terribly I was just I'm not asking terribly about married. it. Because like you said, we're cutting stuff off. Yeah. Uh, Damn, you gotta kill. You gotta bury your own brother. Now I got. I cannot for the life of me remember Kyle Ghost in Call of Duty. Oh, that's gotta go. What was it? Like (laughs) I can't remember exactly how it was. He went. Oh, it can go. He he just gets shot with you, and then the colonel or whatever his name takes that shit off your body. And then burns ghost, and then you get hauled out. That was three because Modern Warfare. No, it was two. I thought it was three. No, it was two. Yeah, you guys even know a th- fucking game. Or I thought three had the colonel in it. <laughs> Deleted. No, no, two definitely. Yeah, that's right. Two did because Modern Warfare Two, you had to go and save Price from the Gulag. Right. That's right. And then yeah, once you all get together, then yeah, okay. Because three is where Price goes nutso. Yeah. I don't care. None of those games particularly exactly. evoke emotion. No, for me. I just had to give my homeboy the only, a shout the only, out. Thing <laughs> ex- the only thing that was expected to was the the no Russian level in uh, yeah. Modern Warfare 2. That was the only thing that they had done. We can probably lose Bayek's son from Assassin's Creed Origins. I was looking at that one. I mean, it was, it's more, it, sad, it, it, was it was more like shocking that he 
did it to his own son, but it was an accident. And yeah, and I, I gotta acknowledge, I I almost forgot twenty minutes after that it just happened. <laughs> like I was like, because by then I, you start doing the upgrades in the game. I'm like, oh, I got a cool spear. I was like, you know, your kid just died. Don't care, new sword. <laughs> so I don't know. It's kind of cheapened. We should probably lose that one. I mean, it's sad, but maybe I should have put Ezio's family in too. Instead, they both be gone. Kind of the same with well. We're here. Kind of like Call of Duties. Yeah. What about Jenny from the Darkness? Okay, I think Jenny's is a little different. That one, yeah, you have to explain that to me because I have no context. I didn't play those, but the the actual cutscene, it was definitely shocking. And and for me, it was like, it almost made me mad because like, they're going to kill her anyway. And he's like, hold on, let me walk right up to your face. And put her head against the door that you can see through, and then let me blow her head off. And I was like, "Man, I just want to kill this guy." It's it's good for like revenge. Um, the they don't do it great in the beginning of the game. Like maybe the actual cutscene itself isn't that great, but they do a great job throughout the game of the darkness. Of Jenny's the only thing that Jackie loves. So I think tethering him to it's it's the only thing he's ever cared about in his life. He's um kind of a fuck up in a lot of ways like he he's just a piece of shit waste of skin human being and it's been the only thing in his life that's ever mattered to him and so for her to be killed in front of him like that it was pretty shocking it fuck it hit him hard but maybe not as hard as others yeah go ahead it can go those are really underrated games you guys should play the darkness games if you haven't the Darkness 1 has a really good story. Darkness 2 has awesome powers. Because you get those tentacle alien powers. You can, like, knock them up in the air. And and you can slice through them and chop them in half. Like, this, the second one's a lot more gameplay-oriented. It's really gory. But those are really cool games. And they got decent stories. Because it's mob-focused. Like, because Jackie's not a good guy. He, right. He's a, he's a bad guy. He's a piece right, of shit. right, right. So for him, but it was kind of weird, like, even a piece of shit can still love something. And it's still sad for an asshole when he loses something that he loves so much. But I guess in this terms. We are at 15 on the list now, gents. 15? Mm-hmm. 15 ah, entries on the list. Fuck. I know some of these are doubled up or, or thousand up in the world of <laughs> Fire Emblem. I don't know what I can cut. Yeah, now. I was going to say, can we go after the Fire Emblem characters yet? Yeah, I think we need to. Fuck, I think we need to sort right. that one out. Damn, yeah. pick, pick Damn. which one hit hardest in Fire Emblem, and then we can keep that one. No, you, Ma- no, you can't do that, because Ma- that's Mary- all choice-based. That's Mary like Ann's is the hardest for sure, though. I, don't know. I haven't had her die, so. Yeah, well, that's and that's what makes that sad. It's because, so the, the time jump, there's a couple years, right? Mm-hmm. Have you, do you remember her? She's the blue-haired yeah. chick. Yeah, yeah she's so, a mission. I just did something for her. Do you have her recruited? No. Okay, are you going to? No, should I? Well, I guess I'm going to kind of spoil it if if you don't have her. So you see everyone else two I'll years. Do, I'll kill her. You'll see, you'll see, well, she does it herself, and that's <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> the, the, the time jump happens, couple two years pass, and then throughout the second half of the game, you run into everyone right. who you didn't recruit, and they're all older. Marianne's the only one you don't see. And the game never explicitly says it because it's a Nintendo game, but she is talking about wanting to kill herself in the first half. Some mm-hmm. of her, some of her dialogue with other I, people. I've, I've caught some of that. I think she does it. 
if you don't recruit her. Well, that's a shame for her because I already have 12 roster spots. So the game never talks <laughs> and about it. I really it. like Edelgar. <laughs> and, you, and, you, and you're just kind of like, where's Marianne? And they mm. mentioned it once, but she commits suicide if you don't save her and recruit her. Wow. Yeah, but not getting to see it. That's true. Mm. Okay. Like that might... I, I think we should lose the fire. Yeah, we, we can. Point. Okay. Just because these other ones are such heavy hitters for me. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, go out. And them. I think Ori needs to have one character, and it's got to be Marshmallow Man. They're both equally sad. I don't know that. That for, I don't for know which one that hit me harder. Death to so. happen early so I, on. I don't know which one hit me harder. I don't know. I, I feel like I need some convincing. Th- maybe the problem with this one, like this one's almost more sad if you're playing it. The Mama Owl is not going to hit you unless you played the whole game, I think. That she's been just protecting her kids the whole time. and Because she's portrayed as the bad guy through the whole game. Right. Mm, fuck. Marshmallow Man set it up for me. The owl hit it home. That would just... Oh, man. If you were a kid, that would destroy you oh for life. Oh, my God, it would. <laughs> it's so fucking sad. And again, that's another one where they do it so well without... Using a damn word. Right? So which one out of the two, guys? Well, we combined Arturius and Great Wolf Sif. <laughs> but they are They're exclusively links. related. If you had to pick one, maybe Marshmallow Man, because it sets up the whole thing. But fuck, Mama Owl is incredibly fucking sad Okay. to see die. When, okay, so oh, while man. we... Okay, so then we can do that. But if we didn't... Even it's like if that we South do that, Park we episode don't. where you kill... Or in the South Park episode where they... The, it was the Critter Christmas one, and they accidentally killed the mama mountain lion. And the three baby mountain lions come out, and they're like, killed our mom. And Stan's like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, I feel like such a fucking asshole. Okay, fine. Keep it that one. All right. I but we got to keep so, Marshmallow Man. I did. Yep. I got him on there. We got to get rid of one? Uh, we are at 14, 14 or 15 so. still. 14. Still got four more to kill. I think I would lose Morton. Oh, I love Morton. It, it makes me extremely sad when he dies. Like, don't get me wrong. I think his death in Mass Effect Three was probably the roughest because it's he it went through he went through all of that work on the genophage against the Krogans, and then going in to actually reverse it, and he's pretty much stoic about it. He's like, they can't have sent anybody else because they wouldn't have done as good as I I would have. Right. Like basically that full on like egotistical shit all the way to the bitter end. And then he's singing his song it yeah. is. as, really he's, as he blows up. Yeah. And then if you did me. that, stop and, it. <laughs> and then if you did that, um, there was that some like side discussion or something that you had with him. It's like talking about seashells. I can't remember what the full thing was. He'll actually, if you have that discussion with him, he will actually talk about that with you before everything goes to shit. The only thing I will say against it is the clip I watched, they were doing a Paragon run. And Shepard goes, the dialogue option is, I'll miss you. And I was like, okay, they're going to have a heartfelt goodbye because he knows what's going to happen. You click that option, and he goes, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> and Morton's like, yeah, don't be. And then he just, they just true. leave. They don't, they don't ever. It doesn't feel. There, there's no closure between those two that I was expecting. Mm-hmm. That doesn't feel natural at all. Either. No. Like, yeah. So that's, so that's my knock against it is like, eh, I, I kind of was taken out of that moment right there. Like you, we all know what's going to happen. And then they just kind of like, yeah, well, yeah. Sorry. See, and I was on, I was on Bye. the opposite side of, of things where it was definitely more of a heartfelt thing for Shepard to let him go and to actually go and perform what he needed to do while still running through the rest of that level. 
So that's why I had Morden on the list. I I think it hits hard too for the player because I think Morden's a lot of people's favorite of those side characters because he's very he's he very the most just, personality. He does yeah. without yeah. having personality in a weird yeah. way. Like yeah, like Garrus didn't have it. Rex didn't have it. I mean, they were they were. I think in my mind, I think for those two, they were pretty generic as they aligned to their race anyway. Whereas Morden, on the other hand, was just like very stoic, very straight to the point. His yeah. jokes were just like he wouldn't even laugh at his jokes or anything like that. But he was fucking. I loved him. That was maybe that's just fuck. I felt real sad when he died. Yeah. Well, we got to get rid of some. I know. What about Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay, get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. It is sad, but I, it's I, it's kind of like... I watched the video there. I did not, like, I guess it's a central theme to the rest of the game. Is it trying is, to get there. it's kind of like Bayek, son. Like, I almost forgot about it 20 minutes after. I actually did. I was... I was yeah. I thought I was more sad with, with her finding her actual mom and... Oh, yeah. Uh, like, that was sad, too. Like, that was more touching to me. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that one should go. Okay. Yeah, so lose that one. One of you guys is on it. All right. Fuck. I can't get rid of any of these. I'm going to be a dick and say maybe Dom. <laughs> what was his death in Gears 3? Because I thought it was, I thought he went out in two, but. No, he dies no. in three. He drives, he drives the fuel truck and but they it's get directly surrounded by related the to two. Yeah. Because, I mean, in two, he finds his wife. He ends up having to put a bullet in her head, and through he the in, rest of the game, I thought he found her at the end of one, and then in two he was dealing with the loss, and then three. No, he, no, he find he's looking for her in one. He finds her in two, kills her in two. He's going over the edge through for the, the rest, for the of, the rest game. of three, and then he sacrifices himself to get them out while they're being surrounded by locusts. That's only like midway through three that he does that. Yeah, that's it's, right. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's fairly, okay. No, I remember where we I don't know, man. And the he's like kind of standing so on a different good. platform, and the he, he runs out of ammo and just kind of like, well, fuck it, throws his gun and jumps down and like takes the vehicle out, and he's like telling everyone, jump, you're going to have to jump, starts honking the horn, and yeah. The sadness in Marcus's eyes is really what sells me that, on that, that one. Yeah. yeah. When they have to hold him back from going to get himself killed just because yeah. he wants Dom's body. Um, Because Marcus... Is such a like guy guy like nothing bothers him. He don't give a fuck. So, Just keep progressing on. Okay, to keep, see it hit him. To see that layer get peeled back. Keep, yeah, it's like uh, keep Dom there for right now. I want to ask about Chloe from Life is Strange. <sighs> which which death are we specifically like looking at here? The final one where she has to choose between letting her die or letting the town be destroyed. Okay, because I like I went and looked it up, and there looked to be like six or seven. Seven different like things because out there you for ke- her. because she keeps dying. It's like a butterfly effect thing, right? She I, keeps, yes. Yeah. So she keeps dying in the games, and the whole kind of idea is that you're you don't want that to happen. So you're doing things to fuck with time to keep her alive. But it doesn't matter what you do; it's always going to happen. And the and the more you do it, the worse the, the storm. The gets. worse gets the yeah. storm. Yeah. And for her to have to realize that, like, I'm sorry, you have to die. And it's her best fucking friend, and you build up that friendship again through the game. I guess the question is, what's what's canon? Because Life is Strange Two, she's not there. I don't know. I need to play two. I haven't played two. Because like, does she actually? You know what I mean? There because was is one. She, is she, is she, is she the still idea in two? Is that you you do let you do let the her one die I, and the, save the because the because Life is Strange is supposed to be like a series of superheroes. Um, that's why that I mean, that little kid. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, that one. 
So it's an idea, kind of like uh, the Unbreakable universe kind of thing. Real okay. people with the actual one, powers. The one that I saw is where she was sitting, like Max was sitting next to her, and she was in the hospital bed, and and it was like some type of understanding that she was going to die from some sort of like respiratory issue. Jesus Christ, that is such a good fucking yeah. chapter. There that, was that one, and then that's oh, where man. it was like there was that, and it was like okay, you have the option because she's like just turn my IV up to eleven here, and I'll just pass out with this being a good memory. Yeah, and that yeah. was that was the that was the one that kind of like stuck with me compared to some of the others for some reason but i'm not you sure have why to kill her so many times the way that happened too is really cool because at the end of two you make a decision and you're like oh, okay whatever and then she goes back through time and is like well let's see what happens and chloe comes rolling out in a fucking wheelchair that she's been crippled for life and you're like dude what the fuck did i do and it is just yeah. so shocking yeah, so whole- i know what you're talking about so what happened is is that her dad ended up i think either dying or being paralyzed in an accident chloe's dad yeah and so and she went back to go save chloe's dad but chloe ends up being the one that got yeah. in the accident yeah it's damn that whole game mm-hmm. and, i mean that's the theme of the whole game fuck that's why i just wanted to ask what do you think because the rest of these aren't. I don't okay, know. Maybe you know what? maybe it's sad, but maybe it's not so sad that you don't get jaded to it by the end of the game. Because I've seen her die so many times. Right. <laughs> the first Groundhog's <laughs> Day, but like, I, I super guess if sad. we had, I guess if we had specified which, it's still really death, sad though when she dies. I guess but. if we had specified which death in particular, because you're, if she does die as many times as that, then that might make it a little bit easier to make a decision compared yeah, she to some of the others. Or sta- shot or stabbed in the beginning. Yeah. In the bathroom. She got shot. Mm. But yeah, that's why I'm asking. But I will send Morden along if we have to. It is. I, I'm all oh, for it. I can't it. get rid of I know, any I'm of these. I'm all for it. We're still at 13, though. So. Okay, let's do this real fast, then. Let's go through and say the ones we think have to be on there. So all that I know which, which ones I'm fighting with. <laughs> well, there are ones that I don't think, and there are ones that I do. Like okay. There are ones that I could be convinced that don't. So, boss from Metal Gear Solid Three, do you think she needs to be on there? I don't think she needs to be on there. Nah. I, can be I think for her to have stuck around as long as she did is definitely there. But because of the way that that Snake handled that through the rest of the series itself, anyway, though, too. I mean, because that was the that was the final thing in that game, wasn't it? Was. it? Yeah. I think because it's like there's there's casual mentions of things as the history goes on in that too is that it's not something that really like brings you back that's like oh that was a sad thing at that point in time probably but thinking about it in the grander scheme of the rest of like what's happened game wise or um, yeah that's or actually in video game history wise now that's why it's like it could probably go you're probably right actually yeah, yeah let's lose that one. because a lot of games especially at that point in time when Metal Gear Solid 3 came out, weren't necessarily grounded in reality. Whereas, like, life is strange. I mean, you get rid of the butterfly effect going back in time thing, but, you know, dealing with your friend's passing, of course, the killer's brother in heavy rain, you know, a kid makes a mistake and ends up, you know, getting caught in a bad situation. Lee in The Walking Dead, a father figure... Um, you've got... (laughs) um, You've got Sarah from Last of Us, of course, you know, being the initial, like, the opening scene of that game. Um... You know, that's why it's like there's several on here that have now, instead of just being some sort of fantasy, it's like it's more of a slice of true reality. I guess if I was to knock the boss, like, Mm -hmm. if you were to watch that one without playing the game, I don't think think it's going to hit you at all. Right. And and kind of to to double up on what Travis was saying is like, Snake was, his, 
I think his personality and, and his character and who he is isn't very con- – I don't know what it I want to say. It softens the blow. Well, I yeah, think the, exactly. Yeah. It's, if it, it was – I think it'd be even less impactful if it was Solid Snake because Solid good, Snake was actually point, made specifically to be a soldier and bred for that and is built to only live so many years. So, like, for his side of it, it definitely would have been doled out even more. Like, like I he would almost imagine, makes it okay. Yeah, I would imagine like a multi-game character, like if, like if Meryl died in Metal Gear Solid 4, mm. okay, instead so, of getting married to Johnny, you know. So what about Dom? Does Dom need to be on here? I think so. I think so, too. Yeah. I, Preston, I've been biding my time on this one. Don't you fucking dare. I'm gonna say it. Don't you fucking dare. I'm gonna dare. say it. Songbird. Don't you yes, fucking sir. say Songbird. Uh, Songbird is... How is that sad? Is it sad for you? Is it sad for you? Yes. That fucking bird was terrorizing me the entire fucking game. I love game. that bird the whole fucking time. No, that, I don't actually ever hate that bird. I hated that bird. Well, you hate everything in that game, so you're a fucking asshole. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was extremely sad to watch that fucking... Because... God, put the it's brass not even my personal attachment to it. Away. It's knowing what Songbird is in reality to what he's perceived to be. Because that, what you just said is the perception. That's not what he Songbird actually is. Songbird made my life a living hell. Yeah, that's the perception of it. That's the problem. That's what you that's think. That's not a perception. No, no, that's that is, what yes, happened. Will you fucking let me talk? <laughs> yes, it is. That is the perception of Songbird. Songbird's reality is he just wants to keep Elizabeth safe. That is what he was created for. His that is, reality. That's what he is for. That's why Songbird exists. He is not trying to hurt Elizabeth. He is trying to keep her safe. Booker is actually a bad guy taking her away from where he she is safe. Songbird is nothing but like a loyal dog in that sense. But even she's trying to get away from Songbird. Songbird can't understand that. Your dog wouldn't understand that if you were trying to get away from your dog. Like, you just didn't like your dog. It's like leaving your dog on the fucking side of the road. There is no comparison. Yes, it is. That is what Songbird, Songbird unconditionally loves Elizabeth. So it would be like you if you if your dog unconditionally loves you and you just leave it on the side of the fucking road and it doesn't know why you're doing it. Songbird doesn't get it. And it's so fucking sad that it's going that it can't be loved back. I I Yeah, have you yeah, your no perception is yeah, it's an me. asshole. It's a bad guy chasing me. Yeah. You're that's not what she is though. If you would take time to think about what Songbird actually is. Okay, so, so it's sad that Songbird died for Songbird. For for the for the game, yeah, it's sad. I, I didn't find it sad. Oh, I was quite happy. Fucking insane. <laughs> Songbird is unbelievably sad. It is emotionally draining to watch. To the proof that she loves Elizabeth and why it's so sad is watching Songbird claw at the window. Her little eye turns yeah, green. Yeah, and watching her go down like that. It is so fucking. You can see the love in Songbird's eyes. Yeah. Oh man, you, I can't help it if you have a fucking heart of stone. <laughs> no way, I'm gonna fight you hard on Songbird. Okay, well, we... does anyone else have these passionate fil- feelings about Songbird? I don't. You guys are fucking insane. I'm gonna I fight you hard. I get it. I get it, but I don't. Could you leave your dog on the side of the road like that? No, no. Well, then why is it okay with Songbird? I don't see the difference. What's the difference? Explain to me the difference. I've explained to you why it's the same. Explain to me why it's not that way. 
You are getting really weird. I know. I'm not going to let you take Songbird off this fucking list. Just because I, you did, just because you're upset think, that she's chasing you. I don't think anyone's going to find Songbird dying sad. I, I think you're the to, only I, person that finds Songbird dying sad. That is not true. Sad. I have talked to people who, we've had, we were talking with other people on the other night. And we were talking about that. Austin and Brittany both thought it was sad when Songbird died. Probably because you convinced them. No, I didn't. I didn't have to make my argument then. I'm making my argument now. All I said was Songbird and Austin and Brittany are like, yeah, that is sad. I, I don't think it's sad. You're fucking high. No. Well, we still got others But you to can't give me a reason besides that she was chasing you. I... You can't... You're not saying, like, is... Why is it not sad besides... So you were you were you were physically sad when you saw Songberg die. Yes. Really? Yes. I am almost as that then is you're more, fucking high. No, that is a sad <laughs> thing. Because I know what she is. And what's that? A person? No, she doesn't have to be a person. Neither is Marshmallow Man. Like, I don't understand that shit. No, it's because she can't she is she loves something so much and it's trying to get away from her and she can't get that love back. It's sad. That she can't have that. Yeah, but she's never had that. So, how is it sad? What do you mean she's never had that? Elizabeth's never talked shit to Songbird or its face. Yeah, but it's not like she curled up at Elizabeth's feet every night. But it's kind of... Well, she can't. She's a giant bird. Like, but she kept her safe. But you're just making the comparison of the bird You're making it sound like Songbird is a machine with no feelings. Like, it's just there... As a guard. That's not what Songbird is. That's what you're making it sound like. That she's just there to guard the tower. The evil dragon that guards the to- the princess's tower. That's not what it is. Songbird loves Elizabeth. There's an attachment between those two. And I can't... Did you not see that attachment between those two? Yeah, I didn't care. And it wasn't between them, those two. It was Songbird's well, he, attachment to Elizabeth. That, well, there was no that, vice versa. That's fine. But so to see it die and know that... That's still sad to see something... Uh, I didn't think it was sad. I was, I was, I was happy. There was one less enemy chasing me. It wasn't sad well, for Elizabeth. It not, wasn't sad then, for me. Song, it wasn't sad the, for by Booker. The, by the time Songbird dies, she's no longer your enemy. She's actually your ally, and you've used her as a weapon at that point. Yeah, but he, even then, I so your didn't idea really care. that she's not chasing me anymore doesn't make sense because she's already not been chasing you. I, I really don't care. It, you know, it. At that point, it was most of the game was spent. You know, when you saw a songbird or heard songbird, you were running, you know? Okay. Why are you... Do you think Great Wolf Sif is sad? I mean, the backstory's sad, but... Okay. I mean, but, but, I, I but haven't necessarily it experienced why, it. Okay, but why is Great Wolf Sif sad? Why do you feel sad about that? I don't know. I, I think... <sighs> Is it because Great Wolf Sif is loyal to Artorias and that's all he cares about? Is that it's just protecting oh, that one no, little thing? No, like no, maybe like no. Songbird is to Elizabeth. Just because you didn't like Elizabeth or didn't care about just because she doesn't respond back doesn't mean that loyalty and that love isn't there for Songbird. It's sad when that thing is taken away from it. I I didn't think it was sad. Oh my god. Like every every other one of these So what we were talking about how it made us sad, but I all three of us, well, three of us don't think that the death of Songbird made us sad. It just kind of happened. You're the only one that's passionate about Songbirds. Yes, but I might be the most passionate. 
about anything on this. Like, I don't think Aerith is particularly sad, but I know you guys think she is. So I'm not going to fight you too hard on Aerith. But I feel nothing compared to that. And Dan, you're probably right. In a lot of ways, it's because it's an animal versus a person for me. Like, I don't care about people as much. So that's why I think... So maybe but it's, that, not a per, it's not an animal, songbirds, person, in a bird suit. Basically an animal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a person, though. Yeah, songbird is actually a big bird. It's basically an animal. Like, the way songbird acts is the way a dog would act. It, it's, it's, bird, it's big bird in S&M. <laughs> songbird is basically Holy a shit. dog with its loyalty. That's why it's so fucking sad when it doesn't. When it's like leaving it on the side of the fucking road. Then let's then let's ask this because it seems like we've got ourselves going like kind of with a comparison between like Songbird and Atorius and the Great Wolf Sif kind of combo here. Well, that's why Sif is sad to me. Right, and that's why it's like okay, it's now we're starting to feeling. kind of line up between like stories here being kind of like in one way or another about the same so between those two which one would you i would take songbird over consider Sif. over but i know dan likes artorias better like i, I get that like mm-hmm. that's okay, what well, I, I would take if one of those could go you I, would really... take, I would take i would take sif if sif that stuff was more recognizable in the game it's not even recognizable in the game you have to go online and stuff to find that really the first time I did that, I did not even know that about Sif because it's not readily available in the game. It's not made clear. There isn't any dialogue saying this is what you're doing for the most part. It's not like a cutscene. I had to go on an line and find that. It stuff. doesn't matter. It's in there. It, it's so still is, so in is, there. So is Songbirds, but you apparently didn't get it. So it's like... I don't... Is it though? Yes, it is. That is what Songbird is. Like, look up what Songbird is. She There is an attachment and love from Songbird. I how are you not seeing that? Okay, yeah, so there's is, there's a know. segment where you become attached to or Songbird recognizes you and is like, okay, well, I don't really want to do this, but you're gonna make me fuck you up. Wait, okay, say that again. Like if you do the DLC first with with the uh, Great Wolf. That that's the part that makes no, you sad. No, I'm just it? saying that that's just one example that I I think that would put the the wolf over Songbird. Because he sees you before. No, I'm just saying that's one hand up. But it's not even readily made of like it's not even made. No, clear but it's in, the in game. there. But it, but it's there. But if it's not but it's made, out there. If it's not made clear in the game, that's not done as well. So okay, so Preston does make a good point. Is because the actual attachment between Atorius and Great Wolf Sif is something that requires additional research and information. It isn't directly represented in the game. Um, or at least as clear as it probably could be. Dan, am I on the right track with that one? That yeah. it's like it's not like it's black and white, right? To it, right? Okay. Yeah. Whereas Songbird, on the other hand, though, they, they should both be on the list. Is it's? I'm just in regards to what Kyle's point is, though, is that Songbird's on the other hand, though, is detrimental to Elizabeth's survival in that game, though, too. Is that that's what the whole point of Songbird is? Is that it's there to protect Elizabeth? It was made to keep her in that tower. It was made to keep her there. It's like he was made to be a guard tower, but it turned into something more for Songbird. Yeah, that was exactly it. Is that yeah. it was just because of that bonding, because of that that saving that she did for him with the respirator, and that that kind of built up the the relationship between them. So every time Booker gets attacked, is it's it's exactly it. It's like if your dog was just overly protective of you, and everybody that came up to you got exactly. Bit. He reminds me yeah. of Hayes in a lot of ways. Yeah, like. 
Hayes would snap at anybody if they tried to hurt me. That's where I see it more sad is because it's it's more sad. And, and Booker's this. doing something bad. He's taking Elizabeth away. It's so more, of course he's a bad guy to Booker. I don't. It's more sad in the case that it's like the all the information is presented to you on how you get to that point with the death being kind of that full culmination of everything that the yeah, relationship has been. The ultimate the creation of Songbird was to keep her in the tower. That, yeah, that's why he so, exists, uh-huh. but he develops some, there's a it goes a step further regardless for his creation was you know to keep her locked away. So isn't it a little interesting though like isn't that a layer of interest though that he would eventually that there would be a bond that Songbird would develop a bond. If he was just a guard tower that would be one thing. If that's all he was, but that's not what he is. You can clearly see that Songbird has a bond with Elizabeth. Like he loves her. Do you not see that? Okay, so he has okay, some fucking so you, hunter, so you, hunchback in Notre Dame infatuation with So isn't her. it sad that he can't have that? That all he wants is for all he wants is to be loved by her and to, like your dog, all he wants you to do is pet him or whatever and just love him and you won't do it. I, That's fucking I, sad, man. You just shun them away. It's not the same comparison though. Why? What is different? You in my comparison, you don't love your dog. Songbird was like forced onto her though as a protector. She it's not like she chose Songbird. So? I already I, I admitted that, yeah, but then there was a bond that he developed. He developed, but she didn't. I know. I get that Elizabeth does not like Songbird. I understand and that. You're you're asking me to feel sorry for him for his feels, even though that he spent the entire fucking game trying because to Because he me. is because he is so simple. That, that doesn't no, he, matter. No, he is so simple, he cannot comprehend a complex emotion of, like, that he loves her, but she doesn't love him back. She doesn't understand. All he understands is that, I like her. I love her. She's mine. I need to keep her safe. That's all he. That's all that can go through his mind. He cannot okay, go Okay, you're turning further. this into the plot of Grapes of Wrath. Okay. Or, no, not Grapes of Wrath, of Mice and Men. Excuse me. You know what's sad in the Mice and Men? When Lenny shot... Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm yeah, just yeah, saying you're, you're trying to turn it into that. And That's I, what it is. It's not. How is it not? That I, is because Elizabeth specifically, yeah, it is. Because Elizabeth specifically warps them or whatever you want to call the actual motion, gets them into rapture. And while her and Booker are safe, you're songbird. And I understand that she doesn't like from him. The pressure. Yeah. But isn't it sad? Like, it's, 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 like, you want to go with the mice and men. That's fine. Let's do that. Isn't it sad when Lenny gets, because Lenny kills that mouse. That mouse doesn't want him to do anything isn't it sad and he kills a human being because he just can't get it he's he's so simple it's such it's just the basic emotion of love that lenny has isn't it sad when you have to put him down because he's still a danger it's the same is that not sad I, I don't think you can draw the comparison. You made the comparison. You said that no i i'm saying you're trying to make it into that well comparison. tell me why it's not that what is the difference between those two? I'm just going to give up at this point. You're, you're obviously what... far too passionate to be dissuaged. Because it... I, you're not even giving me an argument of why. You're just saying I didn't. You, I, you, all you've told me is I hated Songbird. I didn't like him chasing me. And Elizabeth didn't love him back. I have agreed to all of that, but that's not what the tragedy and sadness of Songbird is. I, I just don't think it's that sad. You don't even know who the person is. You that's don't the, have to because it's just a, it, yeah. It's that. What does that matter? Yeah. It, it, 
I mean, I, I, I just don't feel for this, this character. I, I, well, I can't help it if you're heartless, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I guess Heart you can. Stone, heartless, uh, dead. I, I don't know. One of those. Dan, am <laughs> I wrong? I mean, <laughs> I don't know, really. Dan and I are just kicking back here, just waiting for everything to... I think, I think in, the, in, in the grand scheme of Bioshock in general, because this is part of the Bioshock universe... This to me is just another kind of like Big Daddy, Little Sister, type, in a way, yeah, type okay. thing. I agree, and I'm sad when Big Daddies die too. So, and, and do you get sad when a Big Daddy dies, Kyle? No. Okay. And then that's kind of for me where where I'm like I don't. It's I don't want to say this. There's a lot of dead air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this comparison now. I had it in my head. I was going to say something, and then I forgot about it. Hmm. Well, I think we still have a couple here that we need to <sighs> yeah, we need really two, kind right? of look at here, because I don't think Songbird's <laughs> going anywhere anytime soon, Kyle. Songbird would be number two to three in my list. Yeah, because there, there are wow. definitely a couple others above that, so if that's the case. but There's um, only a few. Like... That that's its advantage for me over Great Wolf Sif, but I actually think Great Wolf Sif should be still be on this mm-hmm. list because that story is extremely sad. This is but why I think song I think Songbird's like almost the, a very similar story because yeah. you don't get to know Great Wolf Sif like you don't you don't know who he is. You have to go online to find all that stuff. The first time you play, all you're doing is hitting a wolf that's carrying a sword going to get Artorius's grave. Like you have to look deeper. Like that's what you have to do with Songbird. On the surface, it's just a dragon guarding a tower. You have to look deeper on what he is. I don't know. Yeah. But that's why I'm still kind of circling back around. I think Morgan can go. Because even though his sacrifice was sad, ultimately it was, I mean, being Mass Effect 3, is that the amount of death in that game anyway to get to the end game itself was absolutely necessary and so there were other deaths in that game of course that you could still like stack up to it too i mean if you especially if you are connected to your your version of commander shepherd all the way through you know there's also that too to consider but you know it depends on who you are i'm sorry kyle i just don't i'm sorry i am getting i was getting mad it's just that i don't i don't like the argument of i wasn't sad because there's going to be some on these that i wasn't sad like, I don't like that argument that just because you didn't feel like... I, feels I, don't, like I don't think it was sad for anyone, though. Not Like, I, I'm not I'm not saying that... Well, if we're being really maybe honest... Maybe the idea of it, but, like, even the people in in the, the game are, you know, see it as something scary, something to be fearful of. Right, you but, know, but you're not necessarily interacting with all of them anyway. Ever, however, the illusion, of course, or not necessarily illusion, excuse me, but all the propaganda is there that says you fuck up, Songbird's going to come and whoop the shit out of you. Um, that's one of the key things I think with it that you're right on. But the fact of the matter is, is that as you see Songbird, though, it's becomes more apparent, of course, with Elizabeth. Yeah. That, so in that know, sense. Basically, they're saying that oh, Songbird is like an SS officer. If you fuck up, they're gonna—he's gonna come and kill you. 
Mm, I would say more if you of just take an her where she's not because if you take Elizabeth where she's not supposed to be taken from, because that's what he's created for. Yeah, but then he develops a bond. It's like a new layer to the story that bugs me. Why you don't like that part? Well, it's because it was the objective had changed there, and you didn't learn that until as you as you went later on. Is the fact that Elizabeth saved it. And it went from being a dragon guarding the tower to a to a pet, almost in one way, that was just at, doing its job while at the same time protecting and keeping Elizabeth safe. It's really that's why yeah. I think it, it's a pet that she doesn't want. Mm. I agree, she doesn't want it. She doesn't like Songbird. I hate it. I get that, but he still loves her, and it's sad to me. That he would have to die. Like, I actually think your description of Lenny from Of Ice and Men is a pretty good idea. Like, he has to go because he's... He's too much... Tr- his love is too much trouble. Mm-hmm. And that's really sad that all he wants is love and to ha- and have his, his toy, his pet, whatever you want to call her. That's just sad to me. Hmm. But the more and more you talk about it that way... This love almost seems stalkerish, which then goes on to the level, well, then that becomes creepy. Well, uh, so I can see where you're kind of going with that, but I think ultimately what you're... It's a completely different understanding because if you want to make a comparison, especially to the big daddies from 1 and 2, where their objective was to guard little sisters, it's the same level of that, is that they weren't... They weren't stalking the little sisters. They were always there with them. Songbird was, in effect, from what I've seen, has been the exact same way. It's always been there. It's just, it was more like a little sister who lost a big daddy. And then, sure enough, there's a signal that says, hey, you need to go and do this. Boom, Songbird appears to save the day. Or at least in, in its own right. That's why I like the comparison of Mice and Men. Because, yes, I think Songbird does But the does little sisters the, have some control of the big daddies. More of just... More of in the same sense that Songbird has to protect Elizabeth, that if Elizabeth is in danger, it's going to act out to protect Elizabeth. Elizabeth has some control over Songbird, too. She stopped him once from killing Booker. Once. So she has some control over but him, that's, too. Yeah, but one it's like the theme is, of the Big Daddy, like you're saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. the theme of the Big Daddy just expanded on. Yeah, it's just that's all it was. It's just it's the Big Daddy another level up because it went from being a Big Daddy clone that was much larger than a Big Daddy and much more powerful, but then had this bonding moment where it went from being just a straight up, you keep her here, this is all you're good for, to I'm going to keep her here, and because she saved me, I am going to take care of her, I'm going to make sure she stays safe. It, it completely changed the dynamic of what Songbird's responsibility was. In, so- in Songbird's head. Like, it's not... Yeah, Songbird doesn't think she's hurting. That's why I would think it needs to stay here. But we need to continue the. We need to continue on because we're definitely eating up so much time on Songbird. That's because Songbird's awesome. But we need to eliminate a couple here and then take a quick break. So, Uh, let's see. I really think Morden can go though. I like Morton. I do, too. <laughs> I like Morton. I do, too. But as we scale things down, a lot of the other ones I see on here definitely seem to hit, I think, a little bit harder. See, I would lose the killer's brother mm. at this point from Heavy Rain. I was actually thinking that, too. Okay. I, you know what? I will, I, will, I will follow along with the masses. Like, it's... 
it's cool that you can see the origin of this killer, of why he kills the people the way he does. Mm-hmm. He locks them up and waits for the rain to, to come and so they drown, just like it happened to his brother. But that moment, again, I think it's more about the father neglecting the child for me. So I think that's less about the brother dying versus the situation that these children are in. Mm, no, that's that's a good point. Like it, the, like, yeah, like. I get what you're saying. I, I understand that one. So maybe it's not necessarily that his death is necessarily what did it. But, yeah, the situation that they were in is that the dad didn't give a shit, was too drunk to go do anything, and even made the comments that it's just a mouth less to feed. It's whatever. So, yeah, I would say maybe that part's even sadder than the actual death itself because it's like he's going back and he's helpless because nobody else will help him. And so you feel more sad for him than you do for the death of his brother because it does lead him to become what he is. The voice acting is kind of shitty, too. It's that European voice acting. It doesn't sound as good. (laughs) Jason! It just sounds weird. All right. Well, let's pull Killer's brother off then. I'm down for that one to go. Cool? Consensus good? Great. (laughs) (laughs) Had a voice share. (laughs) One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. That's one with more. Morton on there. I think Morton should be on there, Sherm. Yeah. It's just a lot of these other ones. You though. kinda convinced me on Chloe from Life is Strange to be the one that goes. That's what I was just asking, is because she's had so many of them, and then I think Kyle's the one who made the point, because I I got so much songbird shit stuck in my head now. I think Kyle's the one who made the point is that there's so many deaths. You get jaded. You get jaded. Yeah, yeah. the fir- that's why I was wondering. It's like if we had labeled the f- like one of them in particular compared to the others, sure. But now you're talking about just the character itself, and if her whole overall goal is to die in one way or another, then well, I don't know if it's her goal, but <laughs> well, okay, if it's <laughs> the game's goal, sense, excuse yeah. me. I mean, hey, nowadays, of course, you know the jokes are all around about killing yourself anyway, but that's neither here nor there. I'm saying though is that the overall part of the game is that she has to die in one way or another you get that or she's sense going of acceptance to. yeah yes and so you just carry on with it it's like oh crap okay now it's like how is this gonna work out and then you find it's like shit she's gonna die again okay let's go back fix it shit now she's gonna it's gonna be this way so i think maybe that's why she should go is because it's just it's yeah you guys can it's me that. the sad part i think is more not necessarily her death but that her friend continues to try to save her and it's just it's fruitless it's just that she can't, and she continues to have to go through every single trial and tribulation to do it. It's just like the dad from um, – I was about to say it's like the dad from Rise. It's just you're going through the stages of grief, and it's just for her. It's just constantly repeating the same level of just denial that it's like she can't die. I can fix it. it. You're selling me back the other way. Stop it. You better take it off before I No, no, no. It's it's not necessarily no, it's not necessarily sad in the death of Chloe. (laughs) It's making me more and more sad. That's what I'm saying. It's not that's what I'm saying. It's not sad. (laughs) (laughs) Stop saying sad things. That's why I'm not saying it's sad for the death of Chloe. It's sad for the fact that her friend that Max cannot escape that first stage of grief. That's it. That's all it is. It's not the death. It's the it's the sad part for her friend. That's it. So let's. That's why it's, it reaches the same way as the killer's 
brother from Heavy Rain. So highlight. I'm not seeing. Do it. Let me see. Oh, god, that felt so good. Do another back backspace. No, I'm gonna do more than that. Uh, so that two, four, six, eight, ten. We got our ten. All right, I'll give a quick recap here of what we got in the 10 and then we'll get into numbers we've got dom from gears of war 3 aunt may from spider-man lee from the walking dead marshmallow man from ori in the blind forest it's gotta have a name right <laughs> naru it, it's naru. okay excuse me naru from ori in the blind forest marshmallow man <laughs> songbird from bioshock infinite <laughs> artorius great wolf sif from dark souls Aerith from Final Fantasy VII, Sarah from The Last of Us, Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption 2, and Morden Solis from Mass Effect 3. With that, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back here with our final 10 list. And we're back. All right, so Ooh. our list consists of Dom from Gears 3, Ame from Spider-Man, Lee from Walking Dead. What was Marshmallow Man's actual name? Naru. Naru from Ori and the Blind Forest. Songbird from Bioshock Infinite. Uh, Artorius and Great Wolf Sif from Dark Souls. Aerith from Final Fantasy VII. Sarah from The Last of Us. Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption 2. And Morden Solis from Mass Effect 3. You should like Kyle Reed. You had no love left in your voice. <laughs> it's not that I don't have love left in my voice. It's I just, heard it just now. Like I, I, think, sounded... I think the Songbird discussion definitely ran me like... <laughs> It was like wringing out a washcloth to the point that it's just dust now in your hands. I was ready to fight over Songbird. I was actually waiting for you to get up, go over to Kyle, smack him, and then sit back down. No, I'm a loud person, but I'm not actually mad. It it definitely felt like there was that energy. I know a lot of people think I get mad when I'm actually not mad. I'm not actually mad. I'm just a loud person. I figure if I talk over you, I'm right. Speak loudly and carry a small stick. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right. So let's start sorting out this number list here. I, I'm kind of debating on the like number 10 spot between... I'll, I'll let you do it if you want. Okay. Songbird's number 10. No, I'll, let him do it. I'll let him do it. Well, fuck what I was going to say. <laughs> Let's put that at number 10. That's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, well, you just let me have it, so... <laughs> I'll let you have it, because you're not... <laughs> you're insane, but whatever. <laughs> that my, was... fight, my fight was to get her to the top fucking 10. Like, that's all I can you know how You know how rare it is, like, the actual, like, odds of being hit by a, a meteorite or something, you know, and actually, like, being injured by it itself? This feels like those odds are definitely much more... <laughs> That's what? fine. I, that's, I just wanted to get her here. I, if I'm the only one with that single passion for Songbird. I was on your side with it. I feel like I was there with you. I wasn't in the full like passion. No, mode, no, you were like, yeah. like No one was as insane as me. I feel like I but, do some logical parts. Anyway, uh, what about Aerith at nine? I mean, her okay. death was impactful to the cloud, or to, not cloud, but to the Final Fantasy VII storyline, but... What's your input, Dan? I have no tie to her, so... I mean, compared to some of these others, though, too, I mean, because there's still some on here that are pretty good. Or, because we did put Songbird hmm. at 10, would be, would Artorius and Great Wolf Sif kind of come in at number 9 because their story is very similar to what Songbird's is, but the only difference is that you had to go dig more for that story. 
which then kind of brings me back to an argument about flipping the dude. I don't know. I we don't all kind of have right some degree of sadness for Great Wolf Sif. I have none for Final Fantasy VII, and apparently Kyle I, didn't. Do they know that? They don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. I'm bringing it up. In Inter- interactive Kyle sadness laughed. scale. While you watch the podcast, you actually just see it go up, you know, for, for everybody. <laughs> and it's actually probably just a, a technology thing. I think it looks goofy. Because I think Final Fantasy is oh the blockiness and yeah, it just kind of looks goofy to me. So I have no none of the context of his, playing the game. His sadness is rated exactly. on polygons. It, it is. I was like, this looks stupid. But oh, that's gonna be so cool to see in the remake. Then that's gonna be mind blowing. Yeah, I, 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 I hope that, that more, would hit me a lot. I definitely harder. hope it's more animated instead of just him going just chunk. I hope it's there's more to I'm it. I'm sure there will be. God, because give me a quick sell on error, then. So. Couple things, you're, you're you're talking about like how it looks just because of how old it is. Mm-hmm. I think for me that's a positive. This was the first game that I played where it did that. Did what other games you play? You, you don't ever. There wasn't ever a sense of danger for a main character. This was the first one that was like, oh, it, it made it made the stakes in that game feels so much more real, so much higher than they had in any in, in gaming up until that point. For me, anyway. This was like the first time where it, this death impacted me because it was something I wasn't prepared for because up until that point, video games as a medium, it wasn't very strong for storytelling or character building or any kind of real narrative. And so that, for me, is one of the reasons why it's, it would be higher. The other thing, too, is her actual story. Um, so a lot of things with this one, I could talk about this forever, but so when you meet her, she's a flower girl in a city. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why you don't like her character i mean that's that's fine it's, it's a bit I think personal it's choice just uh multiple playthroughs of the game and for me her character is the most important of the entire group maybe even more so than clouds she is by the way she acts by the way she is she's very she's very bubbly when every time she interacts with cloud no one else really is that way in the rest of the group. To me, she was like she was the joy and the hope of the group as a collective. But I think also for the entire story, that was kind of the characteristics that she personified. So to have that be killed. I think it's it's a stronger gut punch because of who she was as a character. Also, on the fact that when you meet her in her house with her adopted mom for the first time and you get her backstory and you find out that, you know, everyone's trying to exploit her. There's nothing she's not. She's a victim of her circumstances here, and she's just trying to live a normal life. She's trying to escape. Everyone's always pursuing her, trying to test her because she is the last of her kind of the ancients, of those people. So, so learning that 
her adopted mom was just waiting for her husband in the middle of a war and just to all of a sudden get this child thrust upon you and to to have Aerith's actual mom be there to be like, hey, just take care of my kid because she's dying on the side of the train. I think it adds more depth to that character character arc. So that's why she would be high for me. Mm. There, there are a lot of points that was it was it more of a shock thing though like how we were talking earlier about not maybe not sad but shocking that you would dare to kill a main character I, I think it's equal parts both okay there there was a bit of like I can't believe they did that but also knowing what like I said what what she kind of is her personality how she Contrasted, literally the rest of the group, not, not even a single other person in that group is really even happy. Cloud's never happy. He's the exact opposite. Barrett is angry. Tifa's, well, what's what she is? She just kind of pines after Cloud. She's she's herself. She's she's just like a little groupie kind of. Yeah, a groupie. <laughs> um, Vincent's a vampire, so he doesn't have feelings. <laughs> I mean, Sid is angry because he couldn't. So like I, I really I really do believe that each of these these characters kind of have a central human emotion that they're most closely bonded to. Okay. And so for her to be joy and and hope and and basically really the only one with positive emotions for them to to okay. to cut that makes me go. Uh, it, it stings more than just. I like that argument. Oh, they killed her! I can't believe that. I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. But also what she represented. Hmm. Okay, that's a good argument. And also kind of how people deal with it afterward, too. So maybe her, okay, so maybe she could definitely be up there more towards, like, the, it, maybe I'd she could be a top five? The, I'd, I'd put her in the middle right now. We'll, we'll see what, okay. what we get. Uh, actually, then you kind of convinced me with your argument with Great Wolf Sif and Artorius. Maybe, then, maybe they just go right before. Maybe they go right ahead of nine. Just I, I think, to be fair, they probably should. It, it's not readily available in the game. Right, yeah. Oops. Spot. Oops. Ah, that is such a tragic story. Both are, I mean, in their own ways. Um, maybe Dom kind of gets moved down a little bit lower compared to some of these other ones here, because some of these, I think, I could go with Dominate. Had a little bit more of an impact than it. I think the, Dom the thing deserves is, to be further up, personally. I think Dom's story definitely was tragic because, like, Ide hit, his wife disappears, he ends up finding her in the second game, and especially, like, his view of her is like this, it's like, oh, it's her as she left, and then it's just, it's a, a brainless, mindless. Well, and from the point numb. of him killing her. Yeah. Till the point he, you know, offs himself, he is dealing with it for, you know, the the rest of number two and for the part of number three that you have. Well, he's him. dealing with it with throughout one because well, he specifically doesn't even know. the fact that he had to pull the trigger on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you think he should be higher up the list? I think so. Like, I don't know about you, but when when Dom died, I actually had to sit down the controller. I was like, fuck. Man. Because you thought he would be the one character alongside Marcus to actually make yeah. it through. Not Cole yeah. and Baird. One of them should have been the That's ones also to go. I, I, knew, I knew Dom was going to die, though. You didn't feel Dom was going to die? 
I, I I saw Dom's coming. The I knew problem it was is maybe die. the problem is that I expected what, someone in there to die, but I didn't expect it to be one of like the first two characters really in the game, which would be yeah. Marcus and Dom. I expect like honestly, I would have actually expected Anya to actually die sooner than Dom. I had expected Dom to die because he was having a tragic story, and that's how you would. That's how that character. I think I was afraid of him dying, and then when it got close to it, like I was like, "Fuck, he's gonna die!" But when he actually died, like I, I was kind of, I was taken back by it. The only thing that takes me back is that look on Marcus's face. That, that's the only thing that would help. Uh, I. So the music helped set the the emotion for it too. I've already heard that song. Okay. I've already, so heard, you, I've already heard that song in Gears of War, so I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was the first time they used that song in Gears of okay. War. So No, they in the first Gears of War that's the trailer music. Mad World? Yeah. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, because it was the yeah. That's why that's why they brought it back was because it was such a fan oh. favorite. Because it was yeah. such a good trailer to start off with. We did that yeah. topic. That made yeah, we did. Too. Game trailers, yeah. Yep. Uh um, one. Fuck. Okay, see, we're still back to where we were. Dead I was Island just trying one. to figure out. Oh, Dead Island was great. Um, I think Marshmallow Man should probably be eight. Excuse me. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's so sad, but it's 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 ten seconds. Yeah, well, there's also not enough like time for you to grow. This is me off. Super attached. Whoa! What are you doing? <laughs> Setting the record straight, you <laughs> sack of shit. <laughs> well, he really didn't want song we're doing here. <laughs> Yeah, like it. There's just not the character building that there is with these other ones. I still think that's extremely sad. Okay. The fact that they could make it that sad without that character, like I shouldn't care. Then that he's dead instantly. But that music, the way it's done, no words. It's a hell of a feat. Does okay. Now, what about Arthur Morgan's death? Does that deserve to be up any higher <laughs> than even five compared to some of these others? I would go Morden and then Arthur. That's what I was going to say. I was so looking at both of them together. Morden at, Morden at seven. seven and Arthur at six. Okay, that I can get behind. Mainly because what cheapens Morden's for me is the reaction from Shepard and shit. Like, they just don't seem to care as much as we do. Because, that, well, that because actually I, threw me out of the moment. I was like, I, The biggest thing is that it doesn't matter if you were necessarily a Paragon or Renegade in your alignment in Mass Effect 3 is that, unfortunately, it was all an understanding that it was still part of the mission. And that it's like you weren't your your version of Shepard was not given time to grieve, especially if you went the Paragon side instead of the Renegade part. It's like there was no time to grieve because everything was the next level of the mission to go against the Reapers. It was like always the next thing to get past. It's it. kind of so, like that army we have for Snake. Yeah, like, it's like it's like his. It's like but it's like Morton's death was kind of out of left field, especially with what needed to be taken care of. But his his death itself was sad in the way that it allowed for something new to happen, which was the elimination of the genophage. You thought it was out of left field. You didn't see his coming either. I didn't. I, there were a couple others. Like Did I you? would have actually expected I like, Oh, I, I would have expected, really? I think like Garrus maybe, or even Rex if they didn't, because didn't Rex actually have an issue like with mass effect two, where he may not have survived with something. And he may like, if you did the continuation Thane. of games with one, two and Thane three, does. Thane has that illness. That's yeah, 
Yeah, it was something with, if you did the entire continuation of games from one, Mass Effect 1, your save carried over to two, and then your save carried over to three, there was something about it, I think, that's like Rex at one point didn't survive, and you ended up having like a cousin of his or something as like your new, like, um I thought it had to be Morton who was going to end it, the Genophage, because they started it, didn't they? Their race? Yeah, yeah, they were yes, the race and- that did it. Specifically because the Krogans were out of control. And it was logical to control. stop it, yeah. and that's what he was all about. Mm-hmm. I, I saw that one coming, but it still hit me really hard just because he was okay. such a fan favorite. Okay. Uh, we've already talked about Arthur Morgan. I think, yeah. that's, I think that's a good spot so for Arthur. So at five... Now I would put is, Aunt May at five. You think so? Was hers, was hers actually seen as something that was going to happen, or at least... You smelled it a little bit. You smelled it, yeah. Okay. Mm. But of course, it's it's nothing different, short of being sad, especially if you're a fan of Spider-Man too. Is that it's like you know where the attachment is with Aunt May, and I'm sure in other storylines she's definitely died. Yeah, but to kill her in this one so early, true. Was it early? It was, it was pretty late. No, but like in like in this game universe. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Like, like, let's kill Aunt sequels, May in the first. Let's kill Aunt May sequel, in the first yeah, game. Yeah. yeah, it's like that's. But it just perfectly hits the theme. Because did they Spider-Man ever actually is. have a? Uh, did they actually ever have a Uncle Ben? No. Death in the Spider-Man game. Okay. So no, which makes it kind of cool that they don't just. It's kind of like how Homecoming is. They don't just give you another origin. Story. So they, they got you past up. that point. Then yeah. effectively, it happened. You You've been on. Spider-Man for many years. Got it. Okay. So now we're on to our last ones here. And I'm not done with Aunt May. I still feel sad about that one. Okay. I think. So good. What's what's left? I think Dom. Okay, so we got Dom, Dom Lee, Lee, Aerith, and Sarah. Aerith and Sarah. I'm maybe thinking Dom at four. The Dom reason or, being is Dom I think, or Aerith for me, but I could go either way on because I think Lee definitely needs to be up there in the top three. Sarah for sure needs to be top three. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. Sarah's number one. I think she should be two. Okay, you think she should be two or number one? Two. <laughs> number one as, as well. well. That, thank you. <laughs> well, I, I don't just put her up there because that's I think fine. That, but. All right. So, I, yeah, I think Dom needs to be lower down. I think Dom I'm needs okay to be number four Dom, spot. Yeah. The, re- then, the reason being is because I think, you know, it's like if. Dom, Aerith, Lee, Sarah. That's Aerith. my order. You know what? I'm not opposed to that. Because Sarah's definitely. For having that, like you said, having that much personality at the start of the game, and it kind of set the way Joel is, is and his emotions are. I'm fine with that. Well, I could ride that train with you if you want Dom ahead of Aerith. Because I still think Aerith looks goofy. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Death is more impactful, and I'm more sad with. More yeah, Dan, Dan's argument of it's of her representing an emotion and to kill all that joy. That's a good argument. Mm-hmm. That is a sad thought. Okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Do, do Dom at four, then. All right. I wouldn't think Dom would do that. Like, she she is the only, like, good thing in the slums. <laughs> like, literally. Like, you, you go around all the slums, and, like, even in the, the, the parts that are, like, well lit up and stuff, nothing seems to be, like, as nice and beautiful as when you visit the cathedral where she grows her flowers. Mm. Can we swap Arthur and Dom? Ooh. And just push Aunt May down to six? I think Arthur's is better than Dom. I do too. I, I okay. think Dom, I think, I, 
there's just so much more character you, building with Arthur. You're you're in the dock too. You edit it the way you think, at least on those two. I think Arthur should be four. I think Dom should be five, and Aunt May should be six. Oh, okay, fair enough. All right, four. There's just so much more character building from Arthur than there is Dom. Okay. And it's weird that Aunt May would be top five. I thought. She's six. Yeah. She should okay. be six. Now. Okay. Okay. All right. So then in. in... You hear that? <laughs> okay. Thank God. Kyle wasted all his energy on me. Because <laughs> he's sleeping in the corner. Uh, so in the order of three, I think Sarah needs to be at one. I agree. She does. To be a dad and lose your daughter while she's in your arms. That scene is so well acted. Well, and the fact that they started it so graphic, too. It is, too. Like, like you it, just it just, mm. that, that game just assaults your emotions, like, yep. all at once. And you know it's coming. So, like, obviously. So between the two, then, between this... Lee and Aerith, are we seeing, where are we seeing them at? I'm finding their way. Personally, I'd put Aerith too, but I I'm not going to argue if she's three. That's fine too. I think Lee is just the opposite of Sarah. In the, his is, in, his it's, it's, it's the dad that dies instead. Yeah, but it's not like an immediate. Oh, the dad's dead, and now you know now it's the daughter growing up without her dad, and and you know kind of going based on those emotions. It's it's he is basically her father figure the entire way through. And then, boom, She's now you need to make that decision. That, that's where it's the difference instead is that it's like that's not what's driving her to. Yeah. I th- well, I think you guys get what I'm saying. For me, the only reason maybe I would put Lee 3 now that I'm thinking about it is I feel more sad for her. Still sad, though. It is. For, um. What's her name? Um, Can't remember her name. What's her name? Clementine. 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 See, I. Okay. You know what? Okay. No, I, 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 I don't. I don't understand. Like, what does that matter, though? Well, I mean, this is. I'm thinking back to the actual topic, like the actual death. I. I feel bad for Clementine because she's losing him, but mm-hmm. him dying, for me, if, like. I don't know how to put this. If Clem wasn't there to watch it happen, well, no. See, but that doesn't matter. Who cares? Eh, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I think what makes it so sad is it's not a sudden stab through the heart like it is Aerith. It's not a shock. Everybody knows it's coming, and you have to sit there, and, and you have that conversation. It's like the deathbed conversation you yeah. would have yeah. like with someone like this is the last time we're going to talk like you did with Chloe and, yeah. in that like in the bed scene yeah that's a that's a tough thing to do mm-hmm. to sit there and yeah hmm I would put Leah at two and then Aerith at three but again I have no attachment to Aerith so that could be what blinds me I think Dan sells me I think it should be flipped around I think Lee at three Aerith at two and Sarah at one like I said, that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you've got me convinced. No problem. I'm not Kyle. gonna fight hard. That's what you want. I think Lee's a sadder thing, but 
I don't know, man. You laughed at Aerith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know if I should value or completely yeah, disregard your I played your the game like six times. But you did. Yeah. I don't laugh at Songbird. And I played that five. So... Are you tearing uh, up at Songbird? No. I'm oh. <laughs> tearing up the fact that I've got really, really bad heartburn and I'm trying not to, like, hurl or anything. Please don't. <laughs> this is white carpet. <laughs> Does heartburn make you throw up? Oh, yeah. Does it? I just get let, let's, just not, let's not test that here right now. I think you're, I think you're putting me on. <laughs> I thought it was just like, well, some kind of acid. But yeah. I guess that could be. All right. Aerith at two. No, she needs to be three. <laughs> nah, she can be two. Oh, we fuck three. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine, I'm not going to fight you. You let me have my songbird. All right, who wants to read off the I got top my list. ten list? I'll do it. Yay, Dan. Take us home. All right. So at number 10, we have Songbird from Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, we do. At number nine, we have the Artorias slash Sith combo from Dark Souls. At number eight, we have Naru from Ori and the Blind Forest. At number seven, we have Morden Solas from Mass Effect 3. At number six, we have Aunt May from Spider-Man. Number five, we have Dom from Gears of War 3. At number four, we have Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption 2. At number three, we have Lee from The Walking Dead. At number two, we have Aerith from Final Fantasy VII. And the number one spot goes to Sarah from The Last of Us. Man. Sure. Switch two and three. <laughs> it's too late. It's been recorded in history. Damn it, he bolted it. Lock so, out the document. <laughs> Good list, guys. Good that argument. Is actually that really is a, good, that's a good list. Cool. And all 10 spots are a great Except list. Except for that number 10. <laughs> with all of that said, thank you so much for sticking with us on Top 10 Saddest Deaths in Video Game History. Yeah. As determined by the NPCs. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Twitter at the NPCs Podcast. You can check us out on YouTube at the NPCs. We've got tons of videos that are going up every week, or at least we're trying to get to that point now. Different things such as our once-overs, where we're doing quick looks on different games out there. We've got video game reviews coming up, just like Preston's review on Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind DLC. Yeah, fuck that game. You can also check us out on anchor.fm slash the-npcspodcast, our home for this podcast itself. Links on there for Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Again, thank you so much for sticking with us on this list. We will catch you all next week. So long. Yeah.